the movie that is 2020, this disaster movie just does not stop, does it? I mean, something's going on in the world, and I think I figured it out. I mean, so, like, look around. You got earthquakes, plagues, fires, hurricanes, tornadoes, floods. You got murderous hornets. You got a complete disregard for common sense, political upheaval. I mean, I think I figured it out. I mean, like, look, whoever is holding them, I implore you, let the Israelites go. That has got to be it, right? Let's put an end to this godlike wrath and let's get back to some some level of just living. And Lord knows when we get back to it, I'll be so damn thankful. So it's me, Jake Alexander, still in the Vault 319 recording room, and this is the Twinkle Podcast. back again it's november 18th 2020 2:10 in the p.m i'm sitting in the recording room i have a cup of tea with a little something something minute but that's neither here nor there and hey look you know i work midnight so my five o'clock hits a little earlier than a whole lot of y'all so don't you know don't judge me <laughs> but yeah here it is uh your favorite guy with a lisp the lone wolf the voice in the void jake alexander this is a Tweakle podcast, and I'm sorry I got back a lot later to you than I wanted to, but what turned out to be one episode is supposed to be two. I was going to do uh, one episode earlier this month and didn't do another one um, pretty much around the same time as now, so you would have got two, but I decided to just kind of meld them all into one and kind of just chop it down because, you know, the holidays coming up. You know, Thanksgiving coming up, and I to be quite honest with you, uh, Thanksgiving is a little, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Thanksgiving is a little kind of a somber time for me. Um, you know, uh, 2008, my dad passed away uh, the day uh, the day or two after Thanksgiving. Um, so around that time of year, it's, you know, I really start to think about him that and on his birthday. Uh, so it's... You know, it's. I decided I wanted to just do the one episode and kind of just put everything together because they kind of because both topics kind of kind of cross over. So it's all about being thankful and all that. So, but besides that, nothing has really been going on in the interim uh, between then and now. Nothing really heavy. Uh, why is the election still going on? That that's the question. Why why are we still doing this? I mean, I, I, I don't care if you're a Democrat. Or Republican, red, blue. I don't care if you're purple and you're in between. I don't care who you voted for. I, I'm not going to tell you who I voted for because it really doesn't matter. As an American, knowing how the system is supposed to work, I don't care what your political affiliation is. You should be absolutely disgusted about how things have gone on. This is not the way our political system is supposed to work. If we are truly the greatest country on the planet, and even with all our problems, I still love my country, this is my country, and I expect things to go a certain way. But for some odd reason, we just can't get much of 
anything right lately. It's just been one ridiculous thing after another. And I have no idea why. It's just just one stupid thing. And it leads to something else stupid. And here we are. You know, you got states just now certifying elections. I understand that you're supposed to do that. But God, it's been it's getting close to a damn month since we did this. And it shouldn't take that long to certify an election. You got both sides talking about voter fraud in some way, shape, or form. Well, yeah, guess what? Each side is doing it. If nobody's really paying attention, let's be for real. Each side is doing something ridiculous to, you know, to have this uh, election uh, tilted in their favor. And it's, 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 it, it boggles the mind. It just, it truly does. It's like, who in their mind can't look up and say, neither one of these dudes is is truly capable of leading this country to greatness neither one i don't you can't just apply just a little bit of common sense and you can look at both and say is there another option because i don't want either one of them and if it was left up to me i'd strap both of them to a rocket and send them to both to the moon and let you know give them knives and let them duke it out <laughs> it's like so whoever wins just gets to come back you still don't get to be president but yeah you get to come back <laughs> seriously i don't want either one of these guys trying to leave my country but it, it whatever so uh so yeah thanksgiving's coming up like i like you know if you listen to my uh last episode this is my favorite holiday uh fat guy likes food and i get to get food so i don't see how this could be anybody else's uh favorite holiday if you're anything like me i love food um but besides that, besides the election, nothing really is going on. Nothing on TV is really interesting to me. I, I enjoyed The Boys. Um, I enjoyed Lovecraft Country still. Uh, I recommended it last time. If you still, if you haven't watched it, go watch it. It's a damn good show. Uh, the Boys, obviously, is a damn good show. It's a damn good comic. So it's, it's, uh, I'm not surprised that the show was good. Um, nothing really outside of that. Um, but leading into our first topic, the, the big thing that kind of hit me uh, since the last time we talked were, uh, two deaths of, uh, two, two celebrities. I want to oh, I guess you say one celebrity and one well-known person. I don't, I don't think he would have called himself a celebrity. He'd probably just be called himself a well-known person. Uh, one was Sean Connery. Uh, I guess you gotta call him Sir Sean Connery. And I, I, I'm not mistaken. He had a title. And, um, the host of Jeopardy, Alex Trebek. Um, both of those kind of I'm not gonna say they really saddened me, but they kind of they kind of hit me and you know hit me hit home for me. So, so Sean Connery obviously everybody knows Sean Connery. If you know Sean Connery at all, you know him as James Bond. He's the James Bond. Over the years, there have been a handful of guys to play James Bond. Like like Daniel Craig is the last one, and then I'm moving. I think they're moving toward a black woman now to play 007, not James Bond, but 007, which is kind of cool. I mean, it's not not unheard of to have a different person be 007 because the title is actually given to people just like there are, just like there's a 006 and a 005. These are all titles. Um, uh, yeah, like Daniel Craig is the one that everybody knows right now. There's been Pierce Brosnan. Uh, who else? Roger Moore. Roger Moore was a really good one. Everybody doesn't give him any uh, give him enough credit. George Lazenby. Everybody doesn't give him enough credit. Uh, there's just been a few guys, but when you when anybody talks of James Bond, their mind immediately goes to Sean Connery because Sean Connery was 
the first. Well, he's not technically he's not the first because before there were the movies that everybody knows and a great mass of people love. Before those movies, there was a TV movie and the TV movie was played by a completely different guy. And he was the first Bond. So uh, technically, Sean Connery is the second Bond, but um, he's the one that most people, the vast majority of the world knows as James Bond. And for good reason. Sean Connery brought such a, a such such a class to the role. Uh, when you read the books, there's a certain air of of you know aristocracy to James Bond. And yeah, I mean, even when you read it and you go to look at the movie, you're like, eh, I wonder if anybody can actually pull that side of him off. And Sean Connery, sure enough, did it. But not only did he have the aristocracy ideal of James Bond, but he also had the the suaveness, the ladies' man of it. But he was also a man of action. And, you know, Sean Connery embodied every single thing about James Bond that anybody could possibly want. So when he passed away, it you know, I started thinking about all the movies, uh, other movies that he had done, like uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. And I'm trying to remember the name of the movie he did with uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones where he played uh, a, a thief. And I'm I'm losing I'm losing the the title of the movie. I guaranteed later on I'll remember the name of it. But um, he did some great roles, and I hated that pretty much his that or not even pretty much his last movie was League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, and that was a comic book as well before it became a movie. And the comic book was great, and I thought the movie was pretty good, but everybody hated it. And the joke is that the movie was so bad it forced him into retirement. And I hate that that's the last movie everybody remembers him for because outside of James Bond he truly was a very gifted actor as well so he passed away and then a few weeks later Alex Trebek passes away after battling uh, pancreatic cancer for uh, a few years now I want to say it was two or three years Uh, he let everybody know last year sometime but then uh, he finally succumbed to it this year and it it and I know Alex Trebek is pretty much that all anybody knows him from is all anybody knows him from is as the host of Jeopardy. But even before that, he had hosted a great many uh, other TV shows that were short-lived, like a year here, a year or two there. And Jeopardy, before Alex Trebek, was a TV show. And it, I'm not going to say it died, but it got canceled in the mid-70s, I want to say, like 75, 76. And when they rebooted the series, uh, the, the game show, he was the host. And that was 1983. And he's been the host ever since. So you saying from 83 to 2020, this man has been on TV in prime time doing the same show and his voice and his personality and his energy. It's synonymous completely with Jeopardy. I don't know anybody in my age group. I don't even know too many people older than me that would be my father's or my mother's or even my older brother and sister's age group who knew that Jeopardy was around before Alex Trebek. You say Jeopardy, it's Alex Trebek. That's all anybody ever knew. So, those two men passing away kind of hit home for me because those were two of the things that me and my father connected on. Me and my father were, we, I'm not going to say we were completely different, but we were, we had more differences than we had similarities. Uh, My father was a musician for all my life and I was a musician for a very short time and outside of that we didn't have too many similarities um we just we were just very different 
he his thought pattern was different. My thought pattern was different. His actions were one way, mine was another. We dealt with situations uh, one way or one way and or another, and they were always kind of opposed to each other. And it, but I still loved my father. I loved him dearly. And uh, like I said, he passed away. And I, um, with these two men passing away, it's almost like losing a piece of my father again. Uh, because I I know for the longest time, um, that was Jeopardy was the main thing that me and my father kind of connected on, not just music. Uh, music was I want to say secondary, but we both connected on Jeopardy. There were many days when I would do nothing but you know uh, sit with my father and we'd watch Jeopardy together, and we'd both try to out outdo each other. And I never outdid him. My, my father was. I have no idea what my father's IQ was, but I'm pretty sure it was genius level because I'm telling you, the man would sit there and watch Jeopardy and answer damn near every question. And it amazed me. And I always said, look, knock off all this, you know, uh, running to get a job thing. You need to go on Jeopardy because I'm pretty sure you'd be be on there for a year. Uh, If my dad would have got on Jeopardy, I'm pretty sure he would have outdid Ken Jennings. That was the guy that won like $5 million or some way out wacky number who was number one all the time i'm pretty sure he would have outdid outdid him my dad was just that good at trivia and answering questions and he was just such a smart man and then um uh james bond was my dad's favorite character he uh i can't remember which bond it was which movie it was but i know sean carner it is but uh james bond was his favorite movie series favorite character and and the fact that he, my dad's name is James and then that's James Bond, it's that it, that was just too much of a connection. My dad loved it uh, a, a trillion times over. So I find it uh, I find it very disheartening that he's gone. Uh, that both of those guys are gone and now and after he's gone and it kind of those those deaths kind of threw me for a loop. But you know it's that's life. Like I like I like I've said a few times before, it's you know. The life marches on and death is inevitable. You can't escape it, <laughs> you know. So, um, but I am thankful. I am I am truly thankful that I had those, at least those two things outside of music that me and my dad connected on. Those were very important things because it opened up avenues for conversations between me and my dad. And I learned a lot from my dad through those conversations, which come to think about it now with me doing the podcast, I think... Maybe those conversations are the thing that, you know, gave me the impetus to want to have conversations with other people, to actually like to talk, to express myself through this medium. So um, I guess I guess now that Sean Connery and Alex Trebek is gone, along with my dad, I guess this is the way to connect back with my dad. Now that those two things are gone and he's gone, it's just another thing to connect me to him and uh, keep his memory alive, Not not just... Not just within myself, but out in the ether. So if he's looking down on me, he, he knows that I'm, I'm thinking about him. So uh, we're going to take a break. I'm going to grab me a couple sips out of this tea. And then we're going to come back and uh, address our last topic. So where are you right now? At home, maybe? Uh, work, possibly? Uh, maybe at the gym. Or maybe outside for a walk or for a run or, you know, getting some air. Uh, how are you hearing my voice? Is it through a radio? Is it through your headphones as it's plugged into your phone? Uh, is it through your computer as you sit it in your office, either at home or at work, considering everything is going on? You never know one one or the other. Um, 
it's easy to get caught up in the day-to-day and not realize just how blessed and just how much of a head start you have versus other people. If you are listening to my voice, and I hope it's a lot of you listening to my voice, um, you're doing it with some electronic device, right? There's a radio, there's your phone, there's your computer, and you had to buy those items with money, which means you are probably working while most people are not working. Um, If it's not at an office, maybe you're in your home office, Uh, With COVID still running rampant and now it seems to be wrapping up for a stage three and we're going into a second stage or maybe even a third stage of lockdowns for a great, great few of us. Um, You're in a house. You have a home. Uh, When you get up to leave that home, you'll probably get in a car. I mean, even if you don't get in a car, you have the means to call an Uber or Lyft or maybe just a taxi. Are there still taxis nowadays? I don't know. Um. Maybe even get on a bus. The one thing that you have to remind yourself, time in and time out, you have to remind yourself that you have a leg up on so many people. And in reminding yourself that you have that leg up, you have to remind yourself to be thankful for it. And that's really what this entire episode was about. It was about being thankful. Um, in the first segment, I talked about those connections with my father that now all these years later, they mean so much more to me than I could possibly even realize back then. Um, back then, to me, those connections to my father, just both of us enjoying the James Bond movies or um, sitting and watching Jeopardy together, to me, normal everyday things. I didn't take too much stock into them. But now that he's gone, those things mean all the world to me because they, you know, they make me, they make me happy to know that, hey, I still have this memory of him or that memory of him. It's a connection that I am not ever going to, you know, let go of. And I am thankful for having them. And most people nowadays They forget to be thankful for the things that they have. And it's sad that they don't, you know, they don't hold some thankful heart for these things until after they're gone. So I wanted to talk about you being thankful. Uh, I really want you to stop and look around and look at all the things you have and be thankful for those things that you have because they are here one day and they are gone another. If you haven't learned anything from this pandemic, from this, from these lockdowns, from this entire upheaval into the way we used to live, it's to be thankful for everything. Not just the big things, not just the house, not just the car, not just the job and the money in your pocket. Be thankful for everything. Be thankful for the little things that you, that not just you, but most people take for granted. You know, there are so many people who have been sick and can't get up because of COVID. And they're, you know, they've been down and it's been a struggle just to get air into their lungs. Be thankful because your lungs are working just fine. Um, There used to be a time when getting up to go to the store, you didn't need a mask. And now you do. Be thankful that you can still get up and go to the store. You know, 
you know, a lot of people can't even get up to go to the store. Most people are getting their stuff delivered to them because they're so afraid of what may happen. And, and understandable, I'm not knocking those people. I totally understand about being afraid about everything that's going on right now. The world seems to be doing such a fantastic job of scaring the absolute shit out of us. So, you know, uh, be thankful for just being able to get up and walk around, I guess, you know, be thankful for the people in your life. Uh, I lost my father in 2008. I lost my mother in 2016. And before them, I lost my grandmother who was, uh, to say that I was under my grandmother's wing is an uh, understatement. I was, uh, I think I spent more time with my grandmother in my younger, younger years than I spent with anybody else. That's including my parents. I just loved being around my grandmother. She was so funny and so witty and she made me feel safe. But, uh, uh, she passed away. Um, and she passed away a few days before and was buried on my 17th birthday. And I, I miss her terribly, just as, just as much as I miss my mother and my father. But uh, I'm thankful that I had them for the years that I did have them. They taught me so much. Um, and all the connections that I have with all three of them, as well as all the other people in my life that have come and gone, or all the people that are still here, they um, those connections are what make me who I am. Because I learned so much from them. And a lot of their idiosyncrasies I kind of carry onto myself so it's it's a great thing you know to have those connections so be you know be grateful to the people that are around you because you never know when they'll come and when they'll go um I'm thankful for I'm, I'm thankful for the fact that I still get to get up and go to work every day uh I mean yeah we are under you know restrictions and rules because of you know because of COVID but you know it is still a good thing that I get up to go to work every day when so many people have lost their jobs and are relying on the government to, you know, come up with a stimulus so they can pay their bills, so they can, you know, get their mortgage paid and keep food on the table for their kids. It, it, it's, it's crazy to think that so many were affected by this so quickly. It's not that I don't, it's not that I don't believe that so many would be affected it is crazy to think that so many were affected so fast it, it i mean think about it it was everything was cool just a week ago <laughs> you know like the jay-z song used to say but i mean think about it it was all good and it was all good but kind of shaky in february and then toward the end of march it was everything is now gone everything changed in the blink of an eye you know my, my pastor used to say you can't say uh, here today, gone tomorrow anymore. It's like life, and you know, you know, life changes so fast. You got to say here today, gone today. That's just the way things are. So I'm thankful for just getting up to go to work every day. Um, uh, even though people at my job drive me nuts, but you know that is what it is. I don't know anybody that goes to work and their coworkers don't drive them a little crazy. I, I think that's a prerequisite for working. <laughs> if you go to if you go to work every day and your coworkers don't drive you nuts, be thankful for that too. Cuz I don't know too many people who 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 uh, operate under that. Um I am very thankful for my family who who just they surround me with so much positive energy and so much love and so much support. I don't I don't think I don't think I would be the person I am. Uh, the hell, I don't even think I would be alive had I not met my wife, 
when I met my wife. Uh, I was a completely different person. And uh, one of these days I'll have the conversation and I will tell you about the way I used to be. Because believe me, once I tell you that story, you probably won't believe me. But I was a complete 180. I was not the person that I am now back then when we met. Um, uh, just just say that it was a lot of drinking and a lot of hooliganism, <laughs> to say the least. But yeah, I was a completely different person. And without my wife, my beautiful wife, uh, I would be, I'd probably be dead. I probably would have ran myself into a hole or drank myself into a coma. Uh, without her, I wouldn't have my two beautiful kids. They they are full of energy, full of life, and they drive me crazy because they break my stuff. But uh, I don't know kids. I don't know any kids that aren't like that. So, it, you know, it is it is what it is. But I love my kids to death. Uh, anybody who knows me personally knows that. Um, but, you know, outside of the big things, I'm, I'm thankful for the little things, too. I'm thankful that, you know, I, I'm thankful that my thumbs work. I know that sounds completely ridiculous. I know you're got like scratching your head and looking at the whatever device that you're listening to me on. I know you're looking at me like, what the hell is he talking about? I mean, think about it, man. Think about how hard your life would be if you didn't have thumbs. I know that sounds silly, but just put some thought into it and you'll understand what I'm trying to say. It's something little that we take for granted, right? It is completely something that we take for granted that if it was taken away from you, can you even imagine the difficulties you would have in your day-to-day life. You know, I'm thankful for change. It it, it is insane to think that I have to go to the store and they may not give me the amount of change that I deserve because coin change seems to be in short supply. How in the hell is change in in, in a short supply? A short little aside to this whole little topic. How is that a thing? How are we in short supply of coin change? Which is kind of weird because we're short on ammo for guns and coin change at the same time. I don't know if they're connected, but I'm starting to think they are. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, I'm, I'm just I'm thankful that the gas stations are still open. I know that sounds really stupid too, but you know I need a cup of coffee at least two to three times a day, and uh, I can't make coffee at work. Um, that's a long story. I'll tell you about that on a whole another day uh, but I can't make coffee at work so running to the gas station to get a cup of coffee when I really need it is it's uh, it's a lifesaver uh, mother's milk in the middle of the night when I need it uh, when I'm at work um, but yeah that is the that is the crux of the episode that I wanted everybody to take away from it um, I know I talked about celebrities in the beginning of the episode and I'm talking about weird things like <laughs> spare change and coffee at gas stations but uh the whole point is to be thankful uh like i said we take so much for granted you i guarantee you if you are listening to me you have a hundred million things more than most people have and i don't want you to take them for granted um at some point and like I, I keep saying this over and over in every single episode that I've done so far, at some point, life will find some way to go back to its normalcy. Vaccine or no vaccine, COVID or no COVID, life will swing back toward what we mostly remember it being before this whole pandemic thing started. And I don't want your thinking to go back to the way it used to be. I want you to be thankful for what you have. I want you to 
be gracious to the next person that you meet because they may not have what you have. And in the blink of an eye, it can be taken away from you and given to the next person. So I don't want you to be ungrateful now and then lose everything later. Uh, that may seem like some folky wisdom to kick an episode out on, but hey man, it's it's Thanksgiving. <laughs> Thanksgiving's next week. Um, and I, it seems like a just about as good enough topic to do right about now anyway. So I'm going to go fill up my tea one more time. And when I come back, we're going to wrap this episode up. And then I am going to get ready to get out of here and start getting ready for the holiday. Be right back. Of all the things I'm thankful for today, obviously it's you, my listeners. Uh, doesn't matter if it's one or ten, a hundred, a thousand, a hundred thousand. It doesn't matter to me. Uh, I am truly thankful that you <laughs> that you took time out of your out of your day to listen to my pokey little podcast. So uh, uh, every time somebody listens, it's it's a great thing to me. Uh, I do this for free. Yeah, I get like a nickel or ten cent or whatever. Every time someone listens, but I, I don't care about the money. I, I do this because I enjoy having conversations with people. And coming soon, um, we'll get into actually having people in the studio with me. So until that time comes, I uh, hope to, hope you'll listen at the very next one, which will be the last one for the season. Uh, we're going to get into a handful of topics about going into the new year with a different frame of mind after this uh, weird, very weird year. Uh, But until then, this is Jake Alexander saying thank you very much.